all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. And everybody, let's go, let's go. It is Monday night, which means, <coughs> which means, excuse me, which means it's time to command your week and command your day with the power of prayer. Every Monday night, we gather together for one hour to pray on a variety of digital platforms. We've been doing it now uh, for well over a year, probably what, two, maybe three years plus. We have been doing prayer every single Monday night. It's amazing because there's great power in prayer. So I want you to come on in, come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. On Facebook, both Bishop Woman and Harvest Church, I need you to tag folks, invite them to prayer. Uh, they used to have a saying in the South, tell la-di-da-di everybody. I need you to tell everybody to get in on prayer tonight. It is going to be amazing. It is going to be absolutely amazing and uh, as it always is. So I want you to get in in prayer tonight, get in where you fit in. In just a moment, we're going to add uh, both the Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church Instagram pages. But before we do that, I want to just give you all an opportunity on both Bishop Foreman, Harvest Church YouTube, Bishop Foreman, Harvest Church Facebook, Bishop Foreman, Harvest Church Twitter, as well as our Uncommon Gospel Radio Network fam. I want to give you an opportunity to get prayer shared tonight. You know it blesses you. That's why you tune in every week. That's why you connect every week. I run into people everywhere I go at airports, in different cities and places that I minister where people say, Bishop, I'm on with you every week, commanding my week. Pastors, leaders, business owners, entrepreneurs, millionaires, future billionaires. Look, there may probably already is one uh, that is watching and participating. All right. So everybody, every walk of life, every background, there is power in prayer. Let me tell you why there's power in prayer, uh, because prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something that we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. We have to take it as a privilege. Boom, it's seven o'clock on the dot. We're going to add all of our Instagram pages now. They're coming in. They're coming in. Boom. We are now live everywhere. Come on in, everybody. Speak to me as you come into prayer tonight. And of course, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share the video. There's a term that we use at Harvest you're going to see it all over the chat. It is this word shalom. Shalom is a Hebrew word that means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, and all is well. And so you're going to see us often use that term shalom um, throughout everything that we do. It's the way uh, built in and it's baked into the culture of harvest. It's so amazing to see now so many pastors, so many churches uh, using that terminology. Of course, it's been baked into the culture of harvest since we began. And to God be the glory. Uh, it's simply prophesying. Every time you say shalom to somebody, you are telling them nothing missing in your life. You are telling them nothing broken in your life. You're telling them nothing lacking in your life. And you are telling them all is well. All right. So come on in. Speak to me as you come in. Shout out to you guys already using the Instagram 
badges over here on the Bishop Foreman Instagram uh, to sow. Of course, the people of Harvest are blessed people because we are givers and faithful givers flourish. And so shout out to those of you that have already begun to do that. I see Atlanta in the house, Atlanta McDonough, which is Atlanta Metro in the house. South Carolina, Aurora, Denver, I see you coming on in. Again, like this video. Everybody, uh, tell me where you're watching from and share, 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 share. When you share, people get saved. I saw your prayer request the other day. We covered that prayer. Uh, um, we covered that prayer. Uh, um, you know I'm talking to. We're on the Bishop Woman Instagram. Pennsylvania, what's going on? Good to see you all. Come on in. As you're coming in, let me just give you a couple of church announcements. I got a couple of church announcements for you. Uh, if you grew up old school church, they would, uh, they would, uh, anybody grew up old school church would have the announcements quite. I know I asked that probably every other prayer, but it's, uh, hey, Panama City, bless you, man of God. Um, you know, one of the things is so, uh, uh, just, I, I love church and I love God's, uh, I love God's bride, God's creation. And, uh, I remember the announcements clerk, they would get up and they would do announcements. They would get up and they would do announcements. They had that announcement sheet. And at the end of it, if you grew up old school church, they would say, uh, govern yourselves accordingly. So let me do my church announcements real quick. Number one, if you don't have our app, get our app. How do you do that? It's the best way to stay connected to Everything Harvest. Please do not depend on social media to stay connected to Everything Harvest. Get our app. How do you do that? Text the word harvest to the phone number 877. Hey, Michigan, 552-4746. Come on, y'all. 877 Five five two four seven four six. Shalom, everybody. Good to see you on this amazing Monday night. I pray you've had a strong day. I pray you have a strong start uh, to the week. I certainly have. Thank you. I need somebody to uh, type it. Boom, y'all are on it. Come on. Thank you all for making it happen. All right. Uh, shout out to my dream team. Woo. Let me just say this. So uh, our dream team, those are the people that serve and make harvest happen. They are the engine of harvest uh and uh and so uh, we gather together every single month and uh, uh, at the beginning of corona oh also shout out to the harvest channel too don't want to forget you all and our app um and so we gather together monthly and so it's been a while since we did a sunday night gathering because you had coronavirus and all of that and we used to always do our we call them dream team parties we used to always do them on um sunday nights but let me yeah look, look some of the dream teams already spawned y'all see that fire on this chat and you're part of my dream team, either digitally or because guess what, guys? You can serve and harvest and not live in Denver or soon to be Atlanta. You can literally uh, live anywhere across America and around the world and be a part of our dream team. And uh, last night was the first one we were able to have in the evening time in a long time. Let me tell you, dream team, put some comments and just explain to the people how the dream team party was. Even for my digital dream teamers, it was powerful. Everybody got a touch. Uh, I look, I look in the comment. Today was an amazing day after the dream team last night. I felt we feel that was the whole goal. See, my my understanding and, 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 uh, and my belief, let me say it that way, is this, is that um, everybody uh, and, and as a shepherd, it's important to me that those that are on on the field making it happen, doing what needs to be done to make sure that the in that this this beast called harvest is able to continue to progress and move forward it's important to me that they had a touch and so i labored last night uh for what three hours y'all was it three hours three four hours last night uh every single dream teamer uh, in the building got a touch and for all of my digital uh, many of them i spoke to digitally for my digital dream team be on the lookout because i'm going to do something special for you all via zoom so that i can speak directly to you all but look at all these comments so much energy i've gotten so much accomplished today and i'm still going come on here 
powerful. Serve, increase. Message was amazing. Um, let me tell you, um, Sunday night, um, let me just tell you, Sunday night is powerful because I preach the 9.15, I preach the 11.15, and then at, at 6 o'clock, there is no filter. Um, and it was direct it, uh, because I believe in my dream team. Can everybody take a moment on our chats, uh, if you're on a social chat, can you just clap? Let's celebrate my dream team. They are amazing. I celebrate. I want to say this publicly. I celebrate my dream team. I appreciate you. I celebrate you. And I demand excellence from you. Y'all better hear me today. I demand uh, excellence from you. And then, of course, yesterday, church is amazing, too. If you go to our website, our app, both of the experiences are up. Um, because 915 was the message that never happened. The glory of God hit the experience at 915 yesterday, and I did not preach. It was like Second Chronicles chapter 5. And why was it like that? Because the Bible says we're in the Feast of Tabernacles. That feast ends. It's about to come to its conclusion this evening. And, uh, and so with the Feast of Tabernacles, it meant that the presence of the Lord dwelt with the people, even in temporary places. Um, after Solomon had completed the work, on the temple, the Bible says that the glory of the Lord filled the temple and so much so that the kebab, the weight of God, filled the temple so that the priest could not minister. The man of God could not get up and do what he did. What's going on, UK? Could not do what he did. And that's what happened at the 915. I think if I'm correct, I believe in our 15 year history, this is the first time where I did not, pre I did not minister. I did not preach. That 915 was amazing. So you can watch that on our website and our YouTube. And then of course the message from 1115 was amazing yesterday. We're going to cover that uh, in prayer tonight called the three hails. All right. And we'll cover that in prayer tonight. So what's again, the best thing to do, get our app y'all. Uh, where do we need to sow? So you can do that uh, at harvestchurch.church forward slash give. I assume you're asking about the fall feast offering. And let me say this, because we are still in Tabernacles ends this evening. And uh, and so let me just give you a quick, because that question came up. Let me just teach about it one more time real quick uh, as at the beginning of prayer. If you're just coming in, guys, like the video. Excited to be on your show. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share the video. Uh, I need you to share. When you share, people can say on Facebook, share. So, guys, the Bible is not based off of the uh, Gregorian calendar named after Pope Gregory, January to December. It's based off of the Hebrew calendar. Everybody type Hebrew if you're on a social platform. The Hebrew calendar has four different starts to the year, which means built into the year, God says, I build in resets. I need you to hear me. Never feel stuck because a reset is always on the way. All right, it's built into the biblical calendar of God. When the year actually changes over is at what's called the Feast of Trumpets or the Feast of Rosh Hashanah. All right, Rosh Hashanah, uh, if you from the South, all right, but the appropriate pronunciation is Rosh Hashanah. Feast of Trumpets. Trumpets is the Greek version of the shofar. The shofar was the ram's horn. When the ram's horn was blown, it called things into order. Let's talk. At the beginning of this new spiritual year, you're only about two, three weeks in, God has called your life into order. This is why sometimes things, things may seem a little, a little scattered. Things only seem scattered because they're finally coming together. Let's talk. I speak to your life right now that everywhere you feel scattered, that is not a negative. That is proof that the shofar is pulling things together. How do you know that, Bishop? Because Ezekiel 37 says that when the bones began to, began to come together, that there was a great noise and a great rattling. Father, in Jesus' name, we're in a new spiritual year. So we call order. Randabashaya. We call order to every area of our lives right now. 
in the name of Jesus, your divine order, not our order, but your divine order in our family, in our finances, in our faith, in our future, in our money, in our thinking, in our energy, in our body, in our health, in our diet, in the way we drive, in the way we talk, in the way we serve, in the way we walk, and everything that we do, we call divine order right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, y'all, let's go. Because um, I want to, you were asking, Pastor, about where do you sow? I'm going to get, I just want to explain to people who may not be familiar with that because maybe they're brand new to prayer, brand new to me, they don't know. All right, and so then, watch me, after the Feast of Rosh Hashanah, we, we have something called 10 Days of Awe. Type the number 10. 10, guess what, guys, is the number of divine perfection, divine perfection, divine perfection. So pay attention. There are 10 days of awe after God calls order and a brand new year. When the year changes over is at the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah, you are now in a new spiritual year, the year 5782. Guess what, guys? You get a four-month head start on the natural year, which means when everybody else is looking on December 31st, talking about Happy New Year, you can say, baby, I've been in my new year for four months. I got a head start, which means you're about to make major progress. Father, I pray that we make major progress. I want to go up tonight. That we make major progress in our September, major progress in our October, major progress in our November, major progress in our December. Why? Because we get a four-month head start on the new year so that by the time everybody else is talking about new year we've been there we've been there and things are in divine perfection that means anything that's not divine watch me it's gotta go oh anything that's not godly has gotta go there's some relationships that are coming to a period because they're not divine. There's some friendships that are coming to a period because they're not divine. There's some connections that are coming to a period because they are not divine. You are in the spiritual year, 5782. Type it on the screen if you're on a social network, 5782. Let's break down the number five. That's the number of grace. That means for the rest of your days, watch me, because all of us, we're going to be in this 5,000th uh, 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 dispensation of time. That means we live in grace. What is grace? Grace is when God gives you something good you did not deserve. God, we say thank you for your grace tonight. We say thank you for your grace the good that you give us that we don't deserve, the favor that you give us that we don't deserve, the blessing that you give us that we don't deserve, the increase that you give us that we don't deserve. Father, we say thank you right now in the name of Jesus for your grace. If it had not been for your grace, if it had not been for your mercy, God, we would not be here. So we say thank you. I need you to put a thankful praise on a social network of your own one. On my app, on my website, I just need you to say it. Bishop, why do you have us say it so much? Life and death are in the power of your tongue. You don't say it. You don't see it. Bishop, why do you have us type so much? Because wherever two or three touch a grain, anything, it shall be done for them. So you got to say it and you got to type it. You got to type it and you got to say it so you can see it. This is not going to be a repeat of any previous 12-month cycle of your life. This is not going to be a repeat of anything you've gone through before. You've waited your whole life to get here. Why? You're in 5782. Five is grace. Seven is the biblical number of completion, which means there's some things that God is completing in you. Come on. Come on. Say he's completing me. He's completing your self-esteem. He's completing the way you view uh, him. He's completing, watch me, your follow-through. I rebuke your lack of follow-through. Father, we declare that we have follow-through. We declare 
that we have consistency. We declare, God, that we see things through right now in the name of Jesus. And for that, God, we say thank you. And for that, God, we say thank you tonight. Shalom. You are completing something in us. We declare that nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking. All is well. Why do we know we are shalom? Why? What have we been learning in the series we've been in in Harvest? That we are farmers that already have everything we need, but it's in seed form and everything is a seed. Which means we are never lacking because we have seed. We are never broken because we have seed. It's never the end because we have seed. And as long as we have seed, there is always shalom. Did you hear me? As long as you have seed, there is always shalom. And for that, God, we say thank you tonight in the name that is above every name. Here's the year you're in, 578. Eight is the number of a new beginning. God says, in this spiritual year, I want to do some new things. Watch me. A new beginning. Pay attention, y'all. A beginning by itself is good. Why do you need to have a new one? Pay attention. A beginning by itself implies that it's new. So for it to be a new beginning, it means that you're about to do some things you've never done before. You're about to, watch me, get ready because you're about to sit in some seats you've never sat in before. You're about to have some opportunities you've never had before. You're about to get results you've never gotten before. Everybody look at me. I need your expectation to go to a whole nother level because see, we didn't have to say be new beginning because beginning by itself is good enough. It means new by itself. The beginning of the book means it's not the end of the book. It's the beginning. So one can infer by deductive logic that if it's a beginning, it's already new. But for eight to mean a new beginning means God says you're going to start in some stuff that you never imagined. Father, we thank you for our new beginning. Type that on the screen. We thank you for our new beginnings, things we've never done before, seats we've never sat in before, places we've never gone before, tables that we've never sat at. I was talking with a friend of mine the other day, and he had sown into a harvest, he had sown into me uh, a few months ago, and he got a call the other day. Stay with me. He got a call the other day. Um, and, uh, cause you don't know who I'm talking about. He won't, he won't mind. He won't mind. It's a very well-known individual, uh, who's very big in the world of leadership In the world of leadership, pay attention. And he was invited in to tell his story and share his story. If I said the name, every single person would know the name of the person that I am talking about, uh, because they are known in both the sacred and the secular for teaching leadership. And that man seed into us, that man seed into me, that man seed into harvest, opened up the door and he was invited to sit at the table with the world's leading leadership expert. Y'all better hear me today. Eights. Come on, somebody say new beginning, new beginning. Watch me. And the only way you get to eight is you have to handle seven right. Mm -mm. Let me deal with this. Father, help us deal with the things that need to be completed and complete them right. I reject sloppy periods. I reject sloppy endings. I reject sloppy in the name of Jesus. Come on. Five, seven, eight. And then here's the number two. Two means witness. This is the year you're in. That means you're about to see it. You're about to see it. You're going to see it. A witness sees it, pays attention, pays, pays attention, pay attention. A witness sees it. And then what do they do? They go tell other people about it. In the year 5782, you're about to see God do amazing things in your life. Pay attention and you're going to see it and you're going to tell other people about it. You're going to see it and you're going to tell other people about it. 
You're going to see it and you're going to go say, this is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. You're about to see it. You're about to carry it. You're about to walk in it right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, I want to go up in the spirit, y'all. I'm still half from yesterday. And it's still tabernacles for a little bit more. And for this, God, we say thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody say amen. If you're just coming in, guys, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share it. Facebook, tag folks. Invite them into prayer. Listen, if they get offended, forget them. All right? People send people sending them memes of cats and dogs and all kind of weird, crazy stuff on the internet. They need prayer tonight. Somebody's life is going to be changed. Not only, let me just say this, was yesterday powerful all day spiritually, but tons of people gave their life to the Lord yesterday. It was an amazing day of harvest yesterday. It was amazing. All right? So you're in this new spiritual year. Again, three fall feasts. The Bible's based off of the Hebrew calendar. Three fall feasts. Um, the Feast of Trumpets, Rosh Hashanah. That's when the year changes. Y'all still got that? If you got that, thumb, 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 thumbs up me. Number two. Hey, Baltimore. Number two. Then you have 10 days of awe, which leads to the Day of Atonement. Day of Atonement is when the Lord seals judgment concerning the next 12 months. During that time, we are to repent. We are to fast. We are to fast and repent. We've already done that. If you're just hearing this for the first time, go on your fast now because you're just hearing about it. You can't be responsible for what you didn't know. But now that you know, you need to fast. We don't need to fast. You need to do it like tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday. Get it done this week. All right. A 24-hour water fast. Consult your doctor if you're concerned about your health. All right. If you're just hearing about the fast. The Bible also says during this time that we are to sow a sacrificial offering. All right, we're still technically in tabernacles yeah, because it ends um, this evening, which, which in a Hebrew day means, it, you know, it, it, it carries over. All right, and so we're still in that. So if you have not gotten your sacrificial seat, because there was a question on the Bishop Woman Instagram that just made me repeat that real quickly. The Bible says that we are to sacrifice, we are to sow a sacrificial offering, an offering that's made by fire. Somebody type sacrifice on the screen, type sacrifice on the screen. All right. Um, and let me give you scripture for that. Cause you all know what Bishop Foreman, I'm always going to give you scripture. I'm not just going to get up and say, this is what I feel. This is what I sense. I'm not going to give you my opinion. I'm going to give you Bible. All right. And the, uh, let me give you that the scripture for that. Come on, come on, come on, come on. The scripture for that. Let's go here. Scripture for that is, uh Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let me get that scripture for you. Let me get that scripture for you. All right, scripture for that. Somebody, come on, type sacrifice, type sacrifice. Oh my goodness, where's my scriptures? The scripture for that is Leviticus. Let me get it for you. Let me get it for you. It's just taking a second for it to come up. I don't know why this thing is moving so slow. That's all right. Let me get you the scripture for that. Again, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Share this video on tonight. All right, here we go. All right, that is Leviticus 23 and 27. Here we go. Just want to make sure I got it. Leviticus 23 and 27. Here we go. It says the day of atonement should be a holy convocation for you, holy gathering, and you shall humble your souls. That means to fast. That means to fast, reflect, and repent. And it said, uh, and present an offering by faith fire. That's a sacrifice. And um, that was the question that came up over here, a sacrifice. Uh, and a sacrifice there, listen, it's not a sacrifice if it doesn't if it doesn't hurt. And by hurt, I don't mean like, you know, literally physically hurting you. A sacrifice, if you if you study scripture, you understand 
they were an agricultural society. So the way you and I have money, their money was their livestock. Their money was their sheep. Their money uh, were their animals. Their money uh, was their crops, herds, etc. And so in that, that's why the Bible says in Malachi 3, it talks about the storehouse. The storehouse was attached to the temple. It was attached to the church, the house of God. The storehouse is where they would bring their tithes and bring their offerings, but because they didn't have money the way that we do, they would bring their, uh, their grain offering. They would bring their burnt offering. They would bring their, uh, all of their crops, etc. That's how they sowed during those times. And so in that, when the Bible says an offering of sacrifice made by fire, think about the preparation that went into that. They would have to slaughter the animal and it had to be their best. After they would slaughter the animal, then they would have to bleed the animal out. They would have to take the entrails of the animal out. They'd have to clean the animal, take the hair off the animal. It was an entire process of preparation in order to sow. And then, then they had to then stretch it out and they had to then, watch me, set up the fire. They had to set up the wood. They had to lay out the fire. They had to literally take the time to sacrifice. And that's what the Bible commands for us to give. Bless you. Commands for us to give during the time of the fall feast. Why? It's the beginning of a new spiritual year. Pay attention to it. It's the principle of first fruits. Whatever, so goes the first, so goes the rest. That's the principle of first fruits. So the reason God would have us to sacrifice at the beginning of a new spiritual year is because it literally is the first fruit for the year to come. All right. And so for some of you, you if you haven't gotten that in the ground, get it in the ground. And that was the question that came over here, which is why I went in that whole thing to reteach it real quickly. Uh, but again, redundancy is the teacher's best friend. And so in that, if you haven't sown that, you can sow that. And to answer your question, you can do that harvest search that church forward slash give. You can also use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, and Given. That's our way to give through cryptocurrency if you want to do it that way. That is the email hello at harvestchurch.church. Can I get a few of you all to type that on every platform because that question came up and that's why I reintroduced that. So you st listen, you can still get your seed in the ground if you have not done that. All right. Um, uh, and, and you want to do that. All right. So there we go. Listen, boom. Thank you. You can also use the cash app to dollar sign Bishop Holman with the number two. And if you're like, Bishop, I still don't know what to give. Well, you kind of need to hurry up because Cabernacus is coming to a conclusion. And so in that, um, the um, Father, speak now for those that have yet to get their fall feast seed in the ground. What it is they are to sow, God. Give them the grace to sow it and to sow it quickly that the enemy wouldn't talk them out of it. God, the enemy would never talk to us about seed. Only you would. And you would only talk to us about seed because you have a harvest in mind. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name. Everybody see it? A to the man. All right, here we go. So um, I want to begin to move us in prayer tonight. We're going to do some of the standard things that we do. Um, when you pray, just let me teach you, you always want to pray for forgiveness of sin committed knowingly and unknowingly. Matter of fact, let's just do it. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you and we ask you to forgive us, God, for all of our sin, those committed knowingly. And unknowingly tonight, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, that you are forgiving, God. You said that if we confessed our sins before you, that you would be faithful and just to forgive us. So that's what we do tonight, God. We confess. We confess that we've messed up. We confess that we thought what we shouldn't have thought, did what we shouldn't have did, said what we shouldn't have said, moved how we shouldn't have moved. But we thank you, God, that your blood covers us. That your blood covers us. And for that, God, we say thank you right now in the name of Jesus. God, we ask that you forgive us for our sin. That means to miss the mark, the places where we made mistakes, where we mistake, where we looked at something the wrong way. And because we looked at it wrong, we handled it wrong. Forgive us tonight. And thank you that your blood covers. What does that mean? Your blood washes us 
It goes on red, but it leaves it white as snow. It goes on red, but it leaves on it leaves us white as snow. And for that, we say thank you. We ask that you forgive us tonight, God, for our iniquity. That's the generational sin, God, that we have passed down and around. Forgive us tonight, God. But that generational sin, the things that we have practiced that we got from the generations before us. God, we are the curse breakers. Come on, type it on the screen. I'm a curse breaker. We are the curse breakers, God. And we thank you for that tonight in the name of Jesus. And finally, God, we thank you for forgiving us for our transgression. That is our willful deviation from what we knew to be right. That means that we did it. We knew we weren't supposed to, but we did it anyhow. Forgive us, God. And the reason we cover our sin first, God, is so that that way when we pray, we're not going in on our own on our own righteousness, but your righteousness. We're not going in based on our own performance, but we're going in based on your performance. 2,000 years ago, you died so we would have life and life more abundantly. And for this, God, we say thank you tonight. In Jesus' name, God, we are forgiven. I rebuke condemnation. I rebuke shame. I rebuke, I just heard the Lord say somebody, you've been in a pit because you got involved with some pigs. I heard the Lord loud and clear. You got in a pit because you got involved with some pigs over the last week. What is that? The Bible says, do not cast what's holy before the dogs and give your pearls before swine. You got involved with some low people that brought you to low places. I call you out of your pit. If I am talking to you right now, wave your hand on the screen because in the name of Jesus, we call you out of the pit of shame. We call you out of the pit of condemnation. We call you out of the pit of feeling low. We call you out of that place right now in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you that we can be bold. Proverbs 28 says that the righteous, that is us. Not because we've done everything right, but because you did everything right. We are in right standing with you. Come on, I see your hands. No guilt, no condemnation, no sin. But you with Bishop Foreman, I got you. I got you covered. You're in a safe place. But even if you mess up, you can get back up and we're going to keep it moving. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray right now um, that, Father, you said if any man be in you, that he is a new creation. All old things have passed away. All things are made new. So we can be bold when we pray tonight. Come on, say I'm bold. We can be bold. That means that we can ask for it. If we can reach for it, we can go for it. Man, it's not based on our own failures. It's not based on our own mistakes. It's not based on what we didn't do or did do. It is based on the fact that your blood covers us tonight. And for this, God, we say thank you. I pray that that uh, it's almost like a film. I, I sense in the spirit for a few of you on tonight, it's almost like a film. You almost feel dirty because of the pigs that you dealt with last week. But in Jesus' name, I pray there's a cleansing. There's a cleansing coming to you in the spirit right now. Matter of fact, for a few of you, even as we're praying tonight, you can feel it. You can feel it. Like literally your body is manifesting this cleansing. If I'm talking to you right now, do that hand wave emoji right now. You can literally feel it right where you're at because God is manifesting in the natural, something that he is doing for you right now in the spirit. I see your hands doing for you right now in the spirit. We rebuke the enemy that would try to condemn you and say you're not good enough and you don't have what it takes and you keep screwing up. And he uses another word for you in the name of Jesus, but you are cleansed. But you are cleansed now. In the name of Jesus, I need everybody on every social platform to release a praise right now. 
But it's a praise, a hallelujah, a thank you, Jesus, a Lord, I love you, a praise hands, a prayer hands, a fire. Put something on the screen right now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Uh-uh, we ain't leaving you down there. No, sir. The Bible says that the prodigal son, pay attention to what it calls him, a prodigal son, even though he had gotten involved, Bible says that he was in the pig pen. Even though he had gotten involved with pigs, the Bible still called him a son. Shut up. I don't mean shut up literally. That just means it's good to me. See, for some of you, when you screw up, you step out of your place. I, you better get your behind back in your place. Who am I talking to right now? In your mind, you're like, oh, I guess I can't. In your mind, you're like, I'm not good enough. And you're, uh-uh, uh-uh. Get back in your place. Get back in your square. Get back. I, whoever I'm talking to right now, well, you need to get back. I need you to just type it, I'm back. Type it on the screen, I'm back. I came with a violence in the spirit tonight to get you. All right? I, what I mean by that, that aggressiveness in the spirit. The Bible says, that the righteous are as bold as a lion. The Bible says the kingdom suffers violence, but violent men and women, they take it by force. I see all your hands. Come on, type it. I'm back. Get back to your focus. Get back to your focus. Get back to your excellence. Get back to your square. Get back to your place of thinking. Get back. Bible says that he came to himself. The greatest miracle is not what comes to you. It's when you come to yourself. Did you hear me? The greatest miracle is not when something comes to you, but it's when you come to yourself. The Bible says, Father, I pray right now for every person that needs to come back to themselves. What does that mean? That they get back to their right mind, that they get out of that low thinking, that they get out of that low place. I pray for everybody right now that needs a refill. Holy Ghost, Chandra Bandi. Holy Ghost, refill. Those right now that have been running on empty, refill those right now that have been running low. Refill them right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray that they would experience that miracle of coming to themselves. The Bible says that and the prodigal son, he came to himself and he went through his father and he said, listen, even my father's servants living better than this. I need you back on top. That's what repent means. Re, again, pent to the top, to the penthouse, the best house in the building, in the best unit in the building. In Jesus' name, come on, everybody say amen. Bishop, what is this language you're speaking in? Guys, if you're not familiar with that, it's called unknown tongues. I need you to go get this series on our website because I don't want you to just be spiritual and have no understanding. I don't want you to just do stuff and not understand it. The Bible says an all by getting, get an understanding. I need for you to go get this series from our website called uh, The Ghosts and the Gifts. You can get that one. You can also get The Holy Ghost. Uh, or what is, No, it's just called Ghosts. Y'all type those two series on every social platform because if you don't know what I'm saying or what I'm talking about, I need you to know what I'm talking about. All right. And so you can you can do that. All right. So listen, let's go further. Um, tonight, um, in prayer, the last couple of messages are the messages that I want to cover several things in prayer. We've been in this series that ends on Wednesday at Harvest called Making Money Moves. And we've been doing this series because faith and finances aren't enemies. They go together like Hagen and Dawes, like Ben and Jerry's, like white butter, uh, like white bread and whipped butter. You hear me? Uh, 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 like, uh, like shrimp and grits. Let's talk. Let's go. Uh, they go together. Um, and so in all of that, in fact, there's over 2,300 biblical verses about money. And here's what happens. Many Christians and many people sometimes say, well, the church shouldn't talk about money. The devil is a lie and so are you. Okay. 
All right, we should absolutely talk about money because over 15% of Jesus' words were about money. The Bible says that money answers all things, which means you have to ask yourself the question, who, if money is an answer, and it can answer all things, then who would want God's people not to have it? It's demonic. I need you to reject. Father, in Jesus' name, we reject any ideology, any thought, any false teaching, any false information. We reject anything right now, God, that would say that you don't want us blessed. You said, God, that you wish above all things that we prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. So we reject the notion that you, we are not supposed to have. In fact, we are not just supposed to have. We are supposed to have more than enough. I need you to type this on the screen. My address is abundance. My address is abundance. My address is abundance. Only a demonic, false spirit that is from the pits of hell would want God's people not to have. That way we are not an answer to anything and we got to run to the government to be the answer. The devil is a lie that we got to run to uh, 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 systems and structures and strategies and the world to get uh, to get what we need. That's not where we live. Our address is abundance. We have more than enough. We don't just need enough. We need more than enough because we're blessed to be a blessing. Come on. We are blessed to be a blessing. I need you with more than what you need because you are blessed to be a blessing in Jesus name. Come on. Type on the screen. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Don't let these words come out of your mouth anymore. Don't you ever say you're broke again. Don't you ever say you don't have it again. Don't you, uh, don't you ever say uh, it's rough for you financially. Watch your mouth. Come on, if you've been speaking, if you've spoken negative about your finances in the last 12 months, I just need you to say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. For all of my entrepreneurs and business owners, I don't need you talking about, oh, it's rough out there. Shut your mouth. I need you to say you have more than enough clients. You have more than enough business. I need you to say that you are overbooked. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. The Bible says, let the weak say I am strong. Did you hear me? It says their conditions said that they were weak. That's Joel 3.10. Their condition said that they were weak, but they said that they were strong, which means I don't say what I see. I say what I want to see. I don't say what it is. I say what I want it to be in Jesus name. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. How many of you, if you grew up at a church environment or you grew up, you know, with some level of spirituality, and I put that in quotes because it can mean different things for different people. You were taught or you were somehow led to believe that it was that it was um, good to be broke or it was good to be in poverty or it was good to be in lack. Wave at me if you were taught that or it was perceived that if you're going to be spiritual, that means you ain't going to do good naturally. The devil is a lie. The Bible says Revelation 510. Come on here. Look. Uh, uh, Ron says, I'm the number one tithe and offering giver. You got to say, I'm the number one faithful giver at Harvest Church. That's how you say it. The number one faithful giver in Jesus name. I, I see several hands coming up. That's a lie. Revelation 5:10 says this, and he makes us kings and priests. That means spiritual and successful. Where do we get this term king and priest from? It comes from Melchizedek in Genesis. It's who Abraham tithed to. So the tithe existed before Torah or Mosaic law. Because there are those people who get out and say, you know, tithe is the Old Testament. First of all, you need to be quiet. Y'all stop listening to people who don't know nothing. All right. Like me, let me just be honest with you. As a man of God, there are the only voices I listen. I only listen 
my late bishop before he passed away. I only hear from my man of God. I don't I don't sit at a lot at a bunch of tables. For some of y'all, the only reason you're confused is because you sit at too many tables. When you know who your shepherd is, that's the table you sit at. Period. Come, Pass Lynn, can I get a witness over here? When you know who you, your shepherd is, you sit at that table. If you sit at too many tables, you're going to get confused because you're eating too many different meals that don't go together. You're eating Chinese food with pizza and ice cream. You're going to have indigestion. It's quiet now. It's quiet now. It's quiet now. All right? I own, this, this is me. I only sit at the seat of who I'm assigned to. I don't need to, I don't need to, I don't need to hear all that because I ain't assigned to you. I ain't assigned to you. So I don't need to hear all that. All right? That doesn't mean I'm not inspired and all that, but I ain't assigned to you. I, I sit where I'm assigned because you eat at too many tables. You're going to get indigestion. You got, you got, you got, listen, you got garlic bread. You got garlic bread with ice cream and lo mein and gravy with greens, macaroni and cheese and, 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 and pasta salad. Like it's just no, none of this go together with barbecue. Listen, now I'm going to tell you though something. So yesterday, our chefs, they made me. And I thought this combination was not good, but I ate it today and it was good. They made, they had me some ribs and a burrito. Now I was like, now what am I supposed to do with this? But let me tell y'all something. That ribs and burrito, not, now that combination, now that goes together. But I looked at it and I said, what is this? Well, how do they want me to eat this? And I said, I don't even, nah, I don't know. But let me tell you, I, look, I ate them ribs and, and burrito today. All right, come on, let's focus. Let's go. Here we go. All right, y'all with me? So that's a lot. You are supposed to be spiritual and successful. You are supposed to have both of them. You got me? And so look at this. In this series, um, we have been talking about this and teaching you about this. And I want to encourage some of you all to get my book. And I want to be clear. I am not saying to get my book because I'm trying to make some money. So you know, 100% of all my book sales since the beginning of Harvest Church have always gone back to the church. Though it has never come to me and it is not set up to come to me, it goes to the church. That's a choice I made. I, different people choose to do different things and that's fine. I don't judge that. It's only a choice I made. I chose that all of my books, I wanted all of that to go back to the church. So let me just say that up front that I'm not trying to push a book to make $8.99 or whatever it is because it ain't even that. But I'm not trying to do that. All right, now pay attention. In that, The name of the book is called Making Money Moves. You can get it on our website, harvestsearch.church. Or you can get it on uh, Amazon also. If you wanted like a printed version, you're going to have to go to Amazon because we don't do the printed versions anymore from the church. In the church, we just do the digital version. All right. Here's what we got. Um, we talked about on Wednesday, and I want to cover several of these things in prayer. All right. And I just need you to say this. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. What does it mean to be blessed? You're empowered to prosper. You're empowered to prosper. And prosperity is more than cash, cars, and clothes. What have I been teaching you in this series? Prosperity is that Hebrew word shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. The Bible says we th that we be in health and um, prosper even as our soul prospers, which means you can only succeed to the level of your soul. It is not enough what profit a man to gain the whole wide world. Who cares that you got stuff, but your soul is messed up, but your soul is broken, but your soul is a mess. Can I get you to give God praise right here tonight, Monday night prayer? Wow. That God lets you get your soul together before he gave you a whole lot of stuff. Come on. I need you to thank him that there's some stuff he didn't give you because your soul wasn't ready yet. I need you to thank him. Come on, Father, we thank you tonight for the things that you withheld if our soul was not ready. 
because it's a mathematical equation that we prosper and be in health equal to, equal to, equal to our, what our soul, how our soul prospers. So we thank you tonight, God, for the prosperity of our souls. Come on, y'all. We thank you tonight, God, for the prosperity of our soul, for making our soul prosperous in Jesus' name. And again, I encourage you, get this series in our app and our website because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest. All of our messages, all of our podcasts, 100% free, no charge for you. You should always sow into it. Bless what blesses you. But 100% free um, because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest. Get our app. Again, it's pinned on the Bishop Foreman on Harvest Church Instagram. Um, and text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746. So I said this to you on Wednesday and last Sunday. Where you live from determines how you live. And we talked about living on green. Open your mouth and say it and type it. I live on green. I live on green. I live on green. So pay attention. Uh, Psalm 23.1. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. Um, and, and, and watch me. Uh, I said this to you. You are a farmer. Genesis 2.15. The Lord took the man, put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to keep it. Um, God says, I put you in the garden of Eden. Eden means voluptuous living. I put you in a garden of Eden. Everybody pay attention. God always answers prayer by putting, by giving you seed. Listen to me. He always answers prayer by giving you seed. The answer to the prayer isn't the harvest. It's he'll give you seed. Because where did he put Adam? In a garden. Come on, y'all. God will always put you in a garden and say, I need you to release, reap, and repeat. Come on. Release, reap, and repeat. Father, show us. How in every area of our lives, we live on green. The Lord is our shepherd. We have everything we need, which means, God, you will always give us what we need, but you give it to us in seed form. You put us in gardens, and Father, in those gardens, we are to release. And this is bigger than money. We're to release whatever we want. We release it first. Father, show us how to release it first so that we can receive it. This is bigger than money. This is love. This is kindness. This is friendship. This is consistency. Whatever we want to receive, we have to release, then reap and repeat. We are farmers, God, who already has everything we need. Your word says, according to 2 Peter 1, 3, your divine power has given us, has given us, has given us, has given us, has given us everything we need. Come on. Somebody needs to say, I already got it. I know that's not right English, but I need you to say it like that. I already got it. Your divine power, God, has given us everything we need for life and godliness. You've given us everything we need, God, to be a great Christian and to have a great life. What did you give us? You gave us seed. You placed Adam in a garden and gave him seed. You did not give him the final product. In Jesus' name, everybody look at me. Here's where your challenge is. You keep saying, God, where's the building? And instead, he gave you the bricks. Come on. You keep saying, God... Uh, where is the house? And he gave you credit. You better hear me today. You keep saying, God, where is the finished product? God does not give the finished product. God gives you seed. You got to hear what I'm saying tonight. Because some of y'all, you're like, you sit back waiting on God. And God is like, I'm waiting on you to let go of what I gave you. Release, reap and repeat. You got what I'm saying tonight. If you don't get nothing else from this series, please understand that you're a farmer. God never gives you the final product. Can I get, go here? 
with Jesus, even Jesus, who was God in the flesh, the anthropos, 100% God and 100% man. So much man you can believe is God, so much God you can believe he's man. How did he come into the earth as a seed, as a baby? Did you hear me? Even God came as a seed. So why do you keep thinking that everything is supposed to be finished when he gives it to you? You say, Lord, I want you to, I want you to make me a great worship leader. He gave you faithfulness to your house, your church. It's quiet. He gave you seed. He gave you seed. It's quiet here. God, I just want to, I, I want a great spouse. He gave you the seed of making you better. Did you hear me? He gave you the seed of making you better because when you're better, you'll attract better. When you're better, you'll attract better. I want to speak to some of my single people tonight in Jesus' name. When you're better, you'll attract better. So the seed he gave you for your spouse is you. You better hear me tonight. He gave you seed. I just believe in God for some godly friends. We're my godly friends. He gave you the seed of being friendly. Be friendly. You cannot be mean and a jack butt to deal with and extra to deal with and then wonder why you ain't got no friends. You a whole mess. That's why you ain't got no friends. You have seed. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me in this chat. You have seed. Please hear me. And of course, this applies to money. Stop saying, people say, I'm praying for money. No, you're out of order. You do not pray for money. I'm praying for financial breakthrough. You don't pray for financial breakthrough. You sow. Let me, let, me, let me show you how crazy it is for those of you who are praying for financial breakthrough. Everybody look at me. Let me show you how crazy that is. Let me show you how crazy that is. Let me show you how crazy that is. Crazy that is. If I was a literal farmer and I went out to my farmland, you ready for this? And I stretched my hand and said, in the name of Jesus, Yanda Baroshaya. I speak to this soil, and in the name of Jesus, I command that uh, a, a watermelon comes forth. I command that oranges come forth. I command that wheat comes forth. I command that it comes forth. I, in the name of Jesus, I believe you, God, for financial breakthrough. Come on, y'all go old school. I believe you, God, for financial breakthrough. I believe you, God, that you're going to do it for me. Come on and do it. You do all that. If I was a natural farmer, you would look at me and say, you're nuts. Because while you're praying over the seed, you, all of what you just prayed for, you needed to just release the seed. Y'all not saying that to me. And for many of y'all, watch me. You love to pray for what you need. You don't sow for what you need. Shalom. You like to pray for what you need. You don't sow for what you need. I need a few more of y'all to share over here on the Harvard Church Instagram. Let's get them numbers up. All right. You love to pray for, but you don't sow for. And God is like, you're a farmer. That's cool that you prayed, but I need you to go sow. It's quiet on here tonight. You would look at me if I was standing out over my feet. Listen, if I was at the gas station, watch me. If I was, to get, if I was at the gas station, I, want, I need you to get this. And we're going to cover this in prayer. We're going to cover this in prayer. If I was at the gas station and you saw me and I just was standing and I had on my Harvest V shirt. My, I don't have one of my V rings on tonight, but I have my V ring on and all that. And I just said, in the name of Jesus, God, I just command this car to be filled. Come on, God, do it. Lord, won't you fill it up? Lord, won't you make it happen? Lord, I'm expecting a miracle. And I did all of that. You'd be like, well, you're going to need to, watch me. You need to release what's in your hand 
into that gas machine so that it can release the gas you need. Because all that praying ain't for no, release no gas into that car. Father, I pray that you would cause us in these next 12 months to release seed like we've never released before. Not just money, but anything uh, that we want to receive, we must first release. And the harvest is always going to be greater than what we released in the first place. In the name of Jesus, please type on the screen, I'm a farmer. I'm a matter of fact, let me do you one better. I'm a sower. Come on, type it on the screen. I'm a sower. I am 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 a sower. This is what we are. This is what we do. All right, we're covering all of this in prayer. All right, all right, listen, you have everything you need. It's in seed form. Proverbs eleven twenty five. 25. The soul who gives generously shall be made prosperous and he who waters shall also be watered himself. Pay attention. God says that he who gives generously shall be made prosperous, made prosperous, which means God says, I'm going to make it happen for you. But it's on the other side of a seed. It's on the other side of a seed, period. All right. And he who waters shall also himself be water, which means, God, whatever I want, I release it first. I release it first. Father, show us what we need to release because our, our breakthrough is on the other side of our release. Our breakthrough is on the other side of what we release. Our breakthrough is on the other side of what we release. In Jesus' name. Let's go. We're almost done. Oh, my God. It's 750 already. Jesus. All right. And everything, y'all, is a seed. Everything is a seed. Everything is a seed. Genesis 1.29. And God said, behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed. This is what he says to Adam. But, but this is also principally what God says to us. Everything is a seed. Everybody look at me. Your attitude is a seed. If you release bad attitude, you're going to get it back. Some of y'all, the reason you can't rebuke people talking about you is because you're a malicious gossip and you need to repent and you need to uproot that seed. I heard the Holy Ghost loud and clear. If you have been a gossiper in the last 12 months, I'm going to ask you to step out on faith. No guilt, no shade, no condemnation. If you have been a gossiper in the last 12 months, I just need you to say, uh, I just need you to say, uh, 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 just matter of fact, just do the hand wave emoji. Just do that. Just do that emoji. Because watch me, you can't rebuke a harvest. You can't rebuke a harvest. For some of you, watch me, uh, what you have released is what you have received. What you have released, that's what you received. God is not mocked for whatsoever. I appreciate your honesty. Come on, y'all. For whatsoever man sows, that's he'll also reap. Watch me. Some of you parents, you're like, my kids are just disrespectful and dishonorable. You ready? That's what you released to your pastor. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Y'all ain't gonna talk. That's what you released to leaders. That's what you released to who was above you. So because you released that to who was above you, that's what you got. But in Jesus' name, in G, come on, somebody say, I waved in my room. Come on, I need to, watch me. Father, in Jesus' name, we uproot the seed that we've sown in negative attitude and in gossip. In Jesus' name, we uproot the seed that we've sown in dishonor. In Jesus' name, y'all not saying nothing. Come on, come on, say, I uproot it. I uproot it. Because listen, you can't rebuke the harvest, so you got to uproot the seed. You got to uproot the seed. Now, I need to be honest with you. 
that some of that harvest is it's too late. You're just gonna have to you're gonna have to harvest it. It is what it is. It is what it is. All right. Tell me, says screaming. It is what it is. All right. Some of y'all, you with your spouses. Your spouses a whole. It's you love them, but they get on your last nerve. Let me tell you why. Because you so be getting on who's above you's last nerve. Ooh, it's quiet in the building. You love them, but they they work your la they work in your last nerve. You matter of fact, you, your nerve that little nerve you got left is partway broke. All right, you got to be careful because what you sow, God is not mocked. You're going to reap. You're going to reap. Like you don't get. Watch me. Everybody look at me. You don't get away with anything. Can I can I help some of y'all? Let me help some of y'all. I used to, um, one of the things that used to bother me about my seat as a pastor, and I got to drop the net. We got to go. There's so much more I want to cover, but that, but that's good. Okay. Um, one of the things that used to bother me, I was like, Lord, sometimes you deal with a lot. You deal with people who, who are just going to be honest, are just really crappy. Um, and that's a, that's a filtered word. Sometimes you deal with people who will use you up, get everything they can get out of you and then disappear. Um, you can make people into brand new people. The movie that comes to mind, some movie that comes to mind about, um, um, that it was a relationship and in relationship, uh, um, they got together and one made the other one way better. And then once they started feeling themselves and looked at a mirror, all of a sudden they started, they started acting crazy with, uh, with who made them better. And I used to say to the Lord, I was like, Lord, like you be letting people get away with some stuff. I like you be letting people, I was like, this isn't right. Like, it's not okay for people to lie on who protected them. It's not okay for people to be disrespectful and, and act like they don't need the voice that is the reason they even have a window or a pot. Like, I was like, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a whole thing. And and it used to really, is that it? Acrimony, is that it? I, is that it? Okay. Okay. Thank you. I, I didn't remember what it is. You own it. I didn't remember what it was. And I was like, Lord, like, can I be honest with you? That's the only part of my seat that has ever made me want to give up my seat. Can I be honest with you tonight? Can I be honest with you tonight? De dealing in with some of the warfare, some of them like, I ain't even tripping over that. The only part that has ever made me want to give up my seat was when you look at how some people do, especially you poor, 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 and, and then they piss on it. All right. If you're offended by that, please unoffend yourself. And I was like, Lord, I was like, come on. And, and the Lord had to teach me a powerful lesson. And he said, son, is that what you think is happening? And matter of fact, any of y'all, you ever felt like that? Wave at me. Come on. You ever felt like that? Wave at me. Like, like maybe you don't sit in the seat that I sit in as a pastor and as a bishop, as a pastor, pastor, but just as a friend to somebody, as a, as a sibling to somebody. Like, you know, these ninjas be acting like, you know, you, come on. I see your hands. Like, they be acting like. You know, like, you know, I'm like, what? Like, if you don't get your behind together, I, I will, if you don't sit your $5 behind down before I make change. And so um, that's the only thing that has ever discouraged me to the point of wanting to give him a seat. And the Lord, uh, because that that's just a lot. That's a lot. That's a painful thing if you don't know how to deal with it. And thanks be to God, I get better and better. The Lord continues to grace me to deal with that and learn how to deal with that better. Um, and learn how to move differently. I move different now. Come on here. 
right? You still got to love people because I'm called to people, so I can't stop pouring into people, but I just got to change the way that I pour. That's a word for somebody on here tonight. That's a word somebody for on here tonight. You can't stop loving people because you're called to people. You can't stop pouring into people because you're built to pour. You just have to change how you pour. Did you hear me? You got to change how you pour. Don't let people, I'm done with people. You can, No, you're not. You call to people. I just move different now. I just pour different now. That's all. I still pour. I just pour different now. Um, that's the only thing that ever discouraged me and made me want to get my seat. And the Lord said, son, is that what you think is happening? He says, do you think that people are getting away with what they're doing? I said, uh, yeah, sir. Uh, all due respect, most holy, <laughs> holy father. Uh, yes, it appears to me that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, these ninjas, <laughs> the ninjas are getting away with it. And they think they're prospering and they're doing well for what they're doing. And the Lord says, oh, no. He said, oh, no, son. He said, listen. He said, listen. He said, I will not be mocked. Whatsoever people sow, they shall reap. And let me just give you this word. And then I got to drop this in. This is about to, if I say this and it, and it hits you, I just need you to put a praise on the screen. The Lord says, and the scripture says this. Some men's sin lead to immediate judgment. Others Others take time. Here's what the Lord told me. It was powerful revelation. He showed me in the scripture. I just want to give it to you real quick because it's 757. We got to go. He said this. He said, I will let them seemingly prosper for a season. He says, because if I judged them now, there would be nothing to take from them because they ain't got nothing. Mm. It would just be another day for them. He says, so instead, I let them prosper for a season and let them think they got away with what they did. And then once there's something for me to judge, then I come back around and judge it. He says, I will not be mocked. Did that just hit somebody? If that hits you, put a praise on the screen. He says, I will not be mocked. He says, for whatsoever they sow, they're going to reap. He says, this is why I don't need you to be mad. I don't need you to be frustrated. I don't need you to be angry. I need you to keep loving people. This is the word for somebody. I need you to keep loving people. I need you to keep pouring. I need you to keep doing. I need you to keep giving. I need you to keep doing what you do because I will handle that. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord, and recompense. Yanda basaya. And recompense. Vengeance means God's going to handle them. Come on, somebody said this is the word I needed. Vengeance is going to handle them. Recompense means God's going to pay you back. Oh, God. Vengeance means God is going to handle them. And But recompense, that's Deuteronomy 32, 35. You know I'm always going to give you scripture. Recompense, though, means God says, I'm going to pay you back. Don't you ever think that they just got away with anything. But watch me. Don't you think. Oh, my God that you got away with anything either. This is why you got to sow what you want to reap. Wow. Somebody says, is this the word I needed? Did that bless you? Let me tell you, that thing set me free. And then I began to see, I would get random calls, random emails, run into people randomly, hear random stories of people years later, watch me, years later of things that had happened. And, and, and then the Lord, was, the Lord would say this. He said, I told you. He said, I told you. Come on. I told you. He was like, I told you to keep moving forward. He says, I told you I was going to handle that. I don't know who ne who needs this tonight. I need you not to turn around looking back like Lot's wife. I need you to keep it moving, boo. I need you to keep it moving. I need you to keep going forward. Oh my God, it's eight o'clock. 
Because God says, I will handle that. Don't you worry about that. Don't you worry about that. Vengeance and recompense are mine. Vengeance, recompense, and glory, God says, he will not share with man. Woo, come on. You said that hit me. Come on. So listen, this is why I can love the way I love today. This is why I can pour the way I pour today. This is why I can labor for four hours and lay hands and give a word to my dream team and give a word on Friday Night Fire and all of that and do what I do and hop on lives and love people and encourage. This is why I can do that. You know why? Because I ain't worried about uh, God's got me. You mess with me if you want to, but he got me. You can lie on me if you want to. He got me. I didn't watch them slave people for me. Listen, y'all don't want to go there. I watched them slay people for me. So I, I don't even trip no more. I'm like, okay, praise God. All right, it's 801. We got to go. I didn't get to get to everywhere I want. Tomorrow night, guys, we're going to do a preview of Wednesday's work. Wednesday's message is called Through the Eye of the Needle. It's going to be so good. I'm going to show you. Um, I'm going to, because many people use the scripture, it's going to be difficult for a rich man to enter like a camel enter through the eye of a needle. They use that as a way to say God's people shouldn't do well. I'm going to teach you that not only is that a lie, but I'm going to teach you about the life of Jesus. I'm going to show you Jesus in, in Wednesday Night Live Bible study like you've never seen him before. I'm going to show you the businessman Jesus. I'm going to show you the, I'm going to show you Jesus from a whole nother angle. I'm going to give you a preview of that message on tomorrow night at nine o'clock on the Bishop Foreman Instagram. All right. Somebody says, I caught the end. You can go back and watch the replay. It's going to come right back up. Number two, number two, um, on Wednesday night live Bible study, it's going to be amazing. So we're going to finish our series, making money moves at seven o'clock mountain time, nine o'clock Eastern time. I want you to be a part of that. And you can watch on any of our digital campuses or be in the building. And then we're going to start a new series in October. Tonight, if you are on prayer on any of our different platforms, you need to become a Christian for the first time. Tonight's your night. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, but you need to recommit yourself, tonight's your night. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with God, um, but you want to be sure. I want for you tonight uh, to uh, just on three, do that hand wave emoji or say, it's me. All right. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. One, two, three. If that's you, respond right now. I've got digital ambassadors on every platform. Say, it's me or do that hand wave emoji. If you're on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, Harvest Center, our app. You can't chat, but you can wave your hand. I need you to do that right now. Come on. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Much love, Yolanda. Uh, listen, do that right now. Respond. While people are responding, you all, again, tons of people got saved yesterday. Wait until Wednesday night at church when you see that new number. Tons got saved yesterday. To God be the glory. If this bless you, if prayer bless you, I want you to sow into it. You can sow. The different methods are coming up right now. You can use uh, cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman number two, or uh, harvestsearch.church forward slash give, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that's available for you. You can sow. I believe in, being, in blessing what blesses you. Guys, I'm a sower, an unapologetic sower. So when I talk about sowing, I'm not asking you to do what I don't do. I do it. And I see the Lord. Listen, don't judge somebody's harvest if you ain't seen they seed. Right. I, I literally have a computer screen built up because as soon as the spirit finishes, I'm about to, I have to transfer. I, I have to wire my seed. And I'm excited about getting it in the ground. Oh, wow, that blessing to DJ channel. Praise God. So glad that you're connected. Do that hand wave emoji says me. You need to become a Christian. Come on, I'm sewing. Come on, come on. Do that hand wave emoji. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Whatever platform that you're on, whatever platform that you are on. I, all right. All right. Listen, everybody pray this for me for the second time because we're a few minutes over. Everybody pray this for me with you. And even if you're watching the replay, you can still respond. Everybody say this for me. Say, Father, thank you. 
for dying in my place. I see your hands. Thank you for loving me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race. And if I fall, give me the grace to get back up. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, if you prayed that simple prayer with me, you are now a Christian. If you are far from the Lord, you're reconnected to the Lord. I just need you to text the word decision. There's a phone number 877-552-4746. 877-552-4746. And when you do that, you will be able uh, to get, we're going to send you a message right away. Um, that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. It's called what next? Like, okay, I prayed this prayer. Now what do I do? Allow me to speak into your life and just give you the simple steps of what you have to do. Amen. I'm going to, uh, that is a t-shirt. I'm an unapologetic sore. Amen. Amen. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. I will see you tomorrow night. Now, at nine o'clock on the Bishop Foreman Instagram for a preview of Wednesday night's message. It's going to be amazing. Pray for me. I know I didn't take any prayer requests tonight. Again, as you'll notice, we have a flows um, and sometimes I don't do them on Monday night, uh, but we, we covered what we needed to cover tonight. All right. I love you. I pray you have an amazing night. Um, praise God. Again, we still got a few more hours left and tabernacles. I'm excited about it. I can't wait to give God some go. As soon as I hop off, I did, not only did I have a work day, but I did 10, almost 11 miles today, plus the gym. And I can't wait. Like, I can't wait to turn prayer off because I'm about to give God some major glory. He's been good. Amen. See you tomorrow night, nine o'clock on the Bishop Foreman IG. Love y'all. Shalom. Shalom, y'all. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. 